You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Hello, Riverdale gang. How are you? Something's different this week. (laughs) Poor Ryan has had to uh, fly home for a family emergency to Alberta. Everyone's fine, but he is not here in Vancouver, and instead we have... Me! Uh, I'm here. I'm Fairleth Harvey, and I'm filling in for Ryan today. Fairleth is a wonderful theater creator, and the cat is trying to be naughty as usual, um, is a wonderful theater creator and performer, and um, has facilitated me do some, doing some really cool stuff for theater in uh, Vancouver, which I really enjoyed. I was in an immersive show that Fairleth was sort of Fairleth's brainchild. Yeah, right? it was It was my idea, but I... I then everyone made it happen. Um, Fairleth is great. Fairleth likes to wear glitter. Fairleth has a cool <laughs> tattoo. Thank you. Fairleth is just a... looking at me and seeing what saying what you see. Right no, now. <laughs> no, 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 no. Good Thank grief. You. Um, Fairleth was is going to join us in a few weeks for our musical episode. I'm super on board for that. Yeah, um, but she agreed to come in and help me out early because Ryan has had to be in Alberta. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. How's your week been, Fairleth? Good. I've been very sleepy, and I've been very much looking forward to this, because this show is sort of what marks the beginning of my week every week, even though it's not the beginning of the week. I just, yeah. I don't know. Otherwise, I've been writing plays. That's all I do, is I write plays, and I eat food, and I, I watch Riverdale. <laughs> I do absolutely nothing else. That sounds markedly like my own life. Oh, no. Um... Uh, we've had such an adventure trying to make this all happen, Riverdale gang. Um, there's been downloads in Alberta that have been, like, sent to us. <laughs> um, there's, Fairleth couldn't get an Evo, took a taxi. Yep, I took a taxi to do this podcast. <laughs> it is a whole two hours later than I expected to be starting this podcast, but we're here. Are you here, gang? I didn't hear you say anything, but I'm just gonna assume that it is. Um... The the episode this week, like, does fun things and also, as usual, has no chill. Yeah, no. Every every Riverdale episode is really weird because it's always, like, its own mini-movie written by a completely different person. And all TV shows are like that, but this is like someone has been in a lead box, a lead-lined box, <laughs> not able to watch any other Riverdale and just has the vaguest idea of where the story has been, and then they write their own episode. And none of them are really totally connected at all. Or, like, even <laughs> character development mentally connected. They're very weird. Goodness. And so, how, what do you like about Riverdale, Fairless? I like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like everything right about Riverdale. I think Riverdale is a deeply flawed television program, but I enjoy it very much. You know, a lot of the reason I enjoy it is because my teenage self wanted to be dating what Jughead Jones is in this. Fair enough. This pretentious, artistic boy. Oh, there's the first appearance of the cat. Hooray. Cat. No, do go on. No, that's it. I um I, I enjoy Riverdale for all its its faults. I like trashy TV sometimes. I especially like this because it I guess um speaking of like tonal shifts, it, it really isn't valuing its its source source at all. It's not it's not honoring where it came from. It's very hmm. you would never expect a show based on um the Archie Comics characters to be this. It is unabashed fanfic. 
Yeah, but it's like the kind of fanfic you wrote when you were in your early teens in fandom. It's like nothing to do. It's like it's like how who wrote Fifty Shades of Grey? E. L. James. It's like E. L. James no writing idea. Twilight fan fiction that was Fifty Shades of Grey. Like what? Whatever you think about Twilight, it's like Fifty Shades of Grey has nothing to do with what Twilight is, but except sure. thematically in a way. Yeah, it's just it's just it's nothing to do with anything. If I were gonna make a Riverdale television show myself. I'd still make it a little dark and weird, but I I I think totally it should be more like pushing daisies. And this is more like I've never seen that show. Oh, you would love it. Um, pushing daisies. It's a very bright, stylized, um, multicolored sort of comic book looking um, world. It's just a little bit, a little bit Stepford Wives um, meets uh, David Lynch, um, and I guess the Grand Budapest Hotel. Wes Anderson is like Wes Anderson meets. David Lynch and wow, yeah, it's it's very interesting. But this I gotta is watch just, that show. Wow, all right. Oh, you would love it. But this is just confused gossip girl, and I yeah. I love it for that. I just think it's it's ridiculous, and I, I enjoy it very much. Like I'm not trying to just put it down. I, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, I know. I love it too. Um, I had a thought which has now left me. Sorry. Maybe it's time for us to start the show since sure. we have a thought. That is that since I have a thought that is leaving me. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. I got a lovely message from one of our fans. Um, apparently, we have those, which I'm really excited of about. Of course, you do. Um, and uh, he had some feedback, and he also had a suggestion. Hmm. And the feedback was um, that we don't pause for commercial breaks for the American listeners, and the reason we do that is we try and go off Netflix time which doesn't have commercial breaks. So I'm sorry about that, but we are going to have to stick to that. Um, and as far as I know, Ryan may have a different answer for you next week. When I will not be here, I will be in Los Angeles. <laughs> um, this seems to, I feel like I can't decide who's the deadbeat dad of this podcast, me or Ryan. I think it's me at this point because I've been away for more episodes. <laughs> Every parent can be a deadbeat parent, Chloe. That's true. Um, <laughs> after all, what is gender? Um, mm. And... Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. And then his suggestion was apparently there was a pilot for a, like, for a, an Archie show live action in the 60s. And it didn't go anywhere, but he sent it to me, and I'm going to watch it, and we're going to have some feedback about it, and I'm really excited. That's fantastic. There's also actually a movie. Do you know about that? Maybe. Where the Riverdale gang comes back 10 years later for their reunion. Oh, it's all on YouTube. It is garbage nonsense, but I watched it all, and it Did was. You enjoy it? I I watched it all. I didn't turn it off. <laughs> I don't know if I say I enjoyed it exactly, but that's also you know worth looking at because it's the same idea. It's it's sort of it's supposed to be I think like Dallas. It's very oh. old. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. So well, it's the same idea as this, but maybe we should oh. do that on a hiatus week or over the summer or something. Yeah. Totally. There's also Archie's Weird Mysteries. I, I've been consuming a lot of Archie comics content lately. <laughs> Archie's Good. Weird Mysteries was on Teletoon, and you know who plays the voice of Archie Andrews, which is the exciting thing, is Andrew Reynolds, who is the voice in the voice of... He's Elder Price in the Book of Mormon. He's the original Elder Price. He is really? the oh, original wow. wizard in the revival of um, Falsettos on Broadway. He just did uh, the voice of the uh, the gay kid with the cardigan uh, tied around his waist and big mouth. He's um, in oh, Girls. He's wow. the gay the gay um, ex boyfriend in Girls, and yeah, he's Archie. 
Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a ringing endorsement if I ever heard one. Yeah. There's a lot of Archie stuff to watch. Okay. Well, that one's yours. That one's mine. Yeah. Okay. We're going to get started. Um, are you listening along with us, Riverdale gang? Mm -hmm. One, two, three. The Netflix Badoom. How do I turn it down, Carolyn? It's down? very loud in my ear. Well, like this. Oh, I tried that and I didn't. Oh, I pressed the wrong thing. That's I'm all right. Wrong. You turned it up. Oh, excellent. Man. I'm so pleased. So the recap this week was like some stuff I wasn't expecting. There was stuff about like Southside High. There was, um, I mean, I was expecting the stuff about Cheryl. Claudia's Blossom. Claudia's Blossom. I know. I, I so thought it was just going to be Clifford back from the dead. Like but... I was saying to you earlier, like in the finale of season one where you see him hanging from the noose. Um, spoilers. Um, you you see the the apparatus they used to um, not kill the actor. So I thought maybe that was a clue that he wasn't really dead. That he faked his suicide. But no, it was a continuity error. <laughs> Bound to happen. There's Ooh. an excellent one in Gladiator where just a pair of like very modern looking pants with a tool belt walks mm -hmm. through the back of a shot. Yeah, or Elijah Wood in his vans tromping through the um, wilderness of Middle oh, Earth. I've never. <laughs> never noticed that that's funny yeah, yeah. so like i don't know understand why betty like i don't understand why betty doesn't like clue into the fact that this result doesn't mean that he's not related to alice i'm surprised that alice has to explain it to her yeah i'm, I'm just very confused about chick in general because he seems genuinely upset when betty says they might not be related but we know that he's systematically clipping people out of the cooper family but we also know that he keeps making these evil faces behind people's backs yeah but also like what's the point like yeah, he got her involved in webcamming and then that was dropped yeah i know i was sort of disappointed that they dropped the webcamming Maybe it'll come back. I don't know. Yeah. That's, that is the thing that bothers me about Riverdale is that it's inconsistent. I don't mind weird things happening. Oh, there goes his evil smile. Yeah. <laughs> what sure. I, what I wonder is, like, oh, so do you remember when he clipped, like, the last um, picture? Mm -hmm. um, he clipped Polly. He, he clipped Polly. And who was left? There was Betty, Betty and, and her mom. And Betty and her mom. So who's next? I think it's Betty because I think he wants to be alone with the mom. Right. But I wonder if he's, like, trying to figure out who he can stick to, Betty or mom. Well, I think after this episode, he must. Yeah, it must be mom. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, here's Hermione, hot on the campaign trail with um, Mr. Cooper finally showing his true colors. Ryan and I hate Mr. Cooper. Mr. Cooper is ridiculous. <laughs> like, he tried very hard to make several women have abortions for his convenience. And he was so... randomly banging Cheryl's mom for a while, but they never met before or after. Like, that was just a yeah. little isolated thing there's only six adults in riverdale and they're all <laughs> know each other and that's it yeah so it's really confusing thing is hermione her characterization has changed so much in season one because veronica had this moment with smithers where she was like you know smithers do you think my dad's a good person he was like you know i really can't say miss and then she's like what about my mom and he's like without question and now she's like the the actual boss of the mafia and with her yeah. husband under her thumb and it's very confusing and then so i have a question is this mr cohen is this a real celebrity yes oh he's a very minor celebrity most people don't know who he is i have no idea who he is he's like a talk show host but not late night kitty cat you feel like know. you need you it sounds like you need to be involved anyway um the cat is a permanent fixture on the riverdale gang podcast mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I'm living for Veronica's giant bow. Yeah, this is a great picture. I mean, great picture, it's sorry. A great picture. It's a great picture. It's a great costume is the word that my addled brain was searching for. Mm. Um, I was really on board for Hermione and Veronica's relationship for a while, and now I'm kind of back to, like, not enjoying it that much. I don't know. I mean, this episode particularly... Actually, starting from the episode where they were all at the old abandoned cabin in the woods, well, the cottage... Mm-hmm. Um, I've been liking the characters less and less, which distresses me. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Like, the, the main four? Or all, all of them? them. All of them. I'm mad oh. at everybody right now, except Fred Andrews, who is iconic and beyond reproach. You're mad at Tony? How can you be mad okay, at I'm not Tony? mad at Tony. I'm mad at, like, everybody else. Okay, um, fair enough. I'm, I'm even just, I'm mad at Cheryl, too, but that's the writer's fault. Like, it's not Cheryl's fault. Um... Speaking of inconsistencies, like Cheryl, is she mean because she likes being mean? Is she friends with the core four? Is she not? Do we feel bad for her? Um, it's it's very inconsistent, and I don't know how to feel about Cheryl at all. Mm, that's interesting. Um, we talked through some plot with Fred and Archie, which is fine. They're you know Fred's gonna leave, blah blah oh. blah. And here's Jughead with his hunger strike. <laughs> When all he should be doing is just eating burgers all the time. Well, at least we can talk about him eating burgers again. I love how season one, people were like, why isn't Jughead eating? Why, you know, and that was the big thing the writers fixed for season two, because he eats a lot and they yeah. mention it. Oh, man, I want a burger. Oh, here comes... Oh, man, here comes Vengeance for... Moment. What is it? Vengeance for Barb? Is that the thing? Or is it Revenge uh, for Barb? Justice for Barb? Justice! Justice for Barb! Justice for Barb! Ethel is taking it into her own hands by dousing Veronica with a milkshake. Archie dropped his sandwich. That is the best KJ Appa acting I have ever seen. Also, I love Josie and Kevin have become buds now that their parents are boning. Yeah. Well, they might as well. Oh, yeah. Mayor McCoy didn't show up in this episode, nor did Kevin. No. Sheriff Keller. Sheriff Keller. uh, Tom. Oh. It took me a long time to figure that out. Tom Keller. Sure. Tom Keller. But it's like, um, I don't see what... I understand teenagers are terrible. But it's like, all of this drama seems like, why is Veronica being blamed for what her parents did? Because, like, he went to jail when she was, like, 15. These characters are 16 years old, right? That's true. They are... What are they, sophomores? Juniors? Yeah, they're, well, they're not seniors. I know they've all mentioned yeah. not being seniors. It's hard to remember that they're not pushing 30. <laughs> Actually, most of them are pretty close to 20. KJ App is 20. Oh, is, is it? And I don't think, the only one over 25, I think, is uh, the one playing Jughead. Josie's older. Oh, is she? Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Cole Sprouse is 24. You do not want to push me right now, Archie, Reggie, they all have the same name. Yeah. New Reggie. New Reggie. Reggie doesn't have enough. I don't understand, like, Reggie used yeah. to be Archie's main enemy, and now he's just randomly not. Hmm. Where's Moose? Where is everybody? I don't know. Moose is busy pretending to be just straight instead of bisexual. Yeah, but, you know, lying to Kevin about it. Oh, yeah. And then that, was a, that was a good old punch. That was some, like, Hermione and Malfoy stuff there. <laughs> I like that. I mean, yeah. Oh, man. Betty the Creep. Betty the Creep. Oh, no, no this is Betty someone the else the Creep. This Sorry, this is someone else the Creep. This is oh. Cheryl. Like, well, I don't understand why Cheryl doesn't just leave. Well, because she's 16 years old, but also, like, if someone's trying to get into a room to murder her, why don't they just go in and do it? Like, I don't get it. Like, yeah, I don't know. 
Like how Cheryl's mom was covered in burns and you could only see her eyes outside of bandages and now she just wears a stylish glove. She's fine. Yeah. I, I don't know. I guess she's like... I guess there wouldn't be a plot if we didn't manipulate everyone around us. Hmm. Have some more Penelope's tea. Gee, I wonder what's in the tea. Also, I'm convinced my Nana owns that teapot. I'm sure everyone's Nana owns that teapot. <laughs> I love how Veronica is just so pleased with herself, you know? Yeah. S- sipping her decaf. <laughs> something drinking for today. Again, I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs> What is this shirt that Hermione's wearing? I don't know. It's usually I'm super on board with Hermione's fashion choices, but not today. Not today. But also, like, you know what bothers me about... You know what to do. What? Because I love villains. And Veronica had this whole thing about I can't tell Archie I love him because you guys never say that you love each other. Like, yeah. Archie's a, Archie's a fuckboy. That's why you can't love him. But We try not to swear on the podcast. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's okay. I should have told you. I swear all the time on the podcast, too. But it's okay. I won't swear on the po- podcast. Archie is super basic. Yeah. <laughs> that, how about well that? Done. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Most teenagers these days know the word you already used. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Don't Do use on. that word at home. <laughs> Wait till you are out with your friends. Um, but... Hermione and Hiram very clearly have an awesome partnership, even though they're totally bad people and villains and everything, but I think it's very clear that they love each other. I disagree. Oh, really? We're going to talk through this plot for a sec. Sorry. Uh, No, it's really fine. We do this all the time. Um, I disagree. Do you remember that scene where he's zipping up her dress Mm -hmm. and he says, like, don't ever try to turn Veronica against me or something like that? Um, I think that... I think they're, I don't, I think their relationship is very power-based. I don't know that it's, like, it's got the the buddiness of, for lack of a better word, of Lady M and, and Macbeth. I don't know, I mean. I don't think it's oh, that. Usually, intimate. like, I would have agreed with you until I saw um, Hermione being in charge when Archie went to go meet the FBI guy. Right. So now I don't, I don't even know. I don't true. know. True. Tony true, true. dancing. Yes. So we talked through Veronica picking... Uh, Betty for her running mate. It's fine. Tony's dancing. I kind of want Tony to be cooler than this. <laughs> but also when you go to a new school, you try and fit in. Tony's been very much about trying to fit in, and I admire her for it. Like, I know you, that might seem antithetical, but, like, she's trying and not being surly and, and jerkish to everybody, so. Mandatory slumber party. Mandatory at slumber party. Uh... We've all seen what the beguiled? the beguiled. I've never. I don't know what that is. Isn't that? I might be wrong. Isn't that that book and movie where like the incest happens oh. in the big house? I might be wrong. Is that? Do you think of Cruel Intentions? No, no, no. There's no. incest in that, isn't there? I don't know. I haven't seen Cruel Intentions. Oh uh, well, I think there's incest in it. I've not seen the beguiled. I want this show to turn into the craft. That would be better. <laughs> um. Uh, so Hermione can't convince Fred to stay, and she's all like, I have feelings for you, but I'm married to a terrible man, and we're never going to explore that plot But line. he's so hot. Which one? Or Hiram. Luke Perry is a dad now. I'm, he's not hot. Uh, I don't know. I think, like, I, I'm not, I'm not into dudes who are, like, crazy built and tall, mm. which is how this show makes Mark Consuelos look. I have no idea if he's tall or not, but he is very buff. I'd like to find out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, 
Yeah, I just, like, I don't know. It's not my type. I'm not a fan of square jaws. Mm. Okay, that's fair. This is so ridiculous. There is nothing that suggests that Archie and Veronica will stay together forever. You know, it's not like they're getting married. They're 16 years old. Why is he involving Archie so heavily in this? Because, I know. Because, like, it doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. Unless, um, like, it's all small town. Well, it wouldn't be small town mentality for him, though. He's lived in New York. Like, come on. Yeah. It's also, if Archie and Veronica did have a messy breakup, that would be very dangerous for everything Hiram's yeah. letting him in on. It's, it's just, they, I don't feel like their relationship is serious enough to justify all this, but also, like, also why does he care so much about Jughead, either? He's writing for the school paper. Like, just... Yeah. Silly. I don't know. His name is Jughead. How seriously can you take him? I mean, his name is Ath, actually, for Seth P. Jones III. That's true. But also... Pendleton. 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 Well done. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking through this bro moment between Jackhead and Archie. Sorry. Um, women tend to talk through bro moments. I'm sorry, yeah. Um, but I find it interesting that they make Archie, like, pro-prison for a reason that he thinks is moral. Yeah. I think that's kind of an interesting choice. Well, I mean, uh, otherwise... Because I disagree with him completely. I disagree with him as well, but otherwise, like, Archie is not a super sympathetic character this season. And you can't, like, mm, yeah, they can't true. let him slip away. Oh, man. Inner circle that cousin sexual hair-brushing line. Yeah, that was a funny I've thing. never done that with my friends. I've had massage lines with my friends. That well, sure, different. but that's different. And, I mean, just Cheryl displaying her clothes on a mannequin is my favorite thing. <laughs> it's really extra. I also love that Tony is like, is this real? Like, is this what the privilege is, <laughs> like weirdos do all these white girls with their white girl drama mm-hmm. well i mean not everyone in the room is white sorry but yeah i like how betty's like well maybe i'm imagining things too and it's i, I have this totally different situation i'm going to talk about now I'm like okay that, mm. yeah chick cooper situation is very strange it is like and oh, here's the moment oh. that I just wanted so bad. Betty and Veronica and Josie are all curled up on the floor, and <laughs> who's in bed together? Doused in red light with their very own soundtrack yeah. in the background. I can't believe Cheryl has red lampshades that make the light that red. How does she read? Uh, do you think Cheryl reads? I don't know. The, the references she makes, she speaks like a very pretentious teenager who reads a lot. That's true, actually. My hideous mother, I'm doing about just you. Oh my god, it's so cute. Tony's so here for this. Tony's wearing false eyelashes to bed. It's a television show. No, I my suspension of disbelief is Kiss broken. And oh, yeah. the plot interrupts them. Oh my god, I want Tony to go rescue Cheryl from the Sisters of Quiet Mercy, and then they'll make right. out, and it'll be magical. God, mm-hmm. Madeline Petch has a giant mouth. Um, she does. great mouth. Like, I can't believe how all these teenage girls dress at a sleepover. Yeah. Like, that is ridiculous. Um, I do, Madeline Patch does have sort of a Cameron Diaz quality with that big mouth she and those cheekbones. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. He's wearing my father's pajamas. <laughs> I don't see how wearing your father's pajamas <laughs> has anything to do with him murdering people. Because, like, yeah. it makes sense to recycle pajamas if it's your twin. It just doesn't yeah. seem to be a totally sentimental guy. By the way, if you can hear other kitty, 
Um, I also love that the big guns are Molly Ringwald. Other kitty is upstairs <laughs> yowling because I locked her in a room. She's meowing too much. Anyway, Molly, Molly Ringwald. Her hair is not as great in this episode as it was last time. It is a little funny looking in that shot, I have to say. Yeah. But like, oh, they, they kind of fixed it in that shot. But like, yeah. uh, I love that. Oh, uh, Molly Ringwald just got so cool. Yeah. I'm glad they brought her back, because before they were like, we are going to get back together, and now we haven't seen any of that. And yeah. now, maybe they are? I don't know. It's very confusing. I thought they'd formalize their divorce. <laughs> also, this is gross. A cake and a kiss. From I Monica hate it. Lodge. I it, hate it. It is super gross. I am also disappointed, because, like, there's no way for her to win this. Either she's, like... I mean, like, I totally support women. Um, like... I support anyone, actually, trading sex for money. Please do that as much as... She's a 16-year-old girl in a high school. It's different. You are absolutely right. Also, like, she's either going to get slut-shamed by this audience, or she's going to... I don't know, something else. I don't know if it's slut-shaming exactly. I think it's not very sportsmanlike. Everything that she does to campaign in this episode, I just, like... I'm, I'm like, it has nothing to do with anything. Yes, that's true. Yeah, you're just being an entitled girl. And it's, it's, Veronica is very vain, and she is in the comics as well, but it's just, it's not a positive quality to have, in the way she, it's cool to be into yourself, but it's yeah. not cool to rub it in others' faces how into yourself you are. You think? Um, I just feel like that's our, like, sorry, we're talking over Tony being like, why are we not over this yet? The only and voice of reason always, yes. Tony. <laughs> yes. Tony Chappas. Leader Chappaz. of the revolution. I don't know. Um, but what I was going to say was... Oh, I'm go- it's gone now. Okay, new tangent. I don't know. I don't think it's it's great to like show off how much better than other people you think you are, mm-hmm. regardless of the reason. I think it's cool to be like, I'm hot and I'm cute, and I think I'm great, but it's another thing to be like, you know, I have a ton of money and could buy these special cupcakes, which are very special. They're very famous. They were in Sex and the City. Um... And, you know, I'll kiss any dude, and I'll, and I'll do this, and yeah, fuck you, Reggie, you can't do this. I'm sorry I swore again. That's okay. Um, I don't know. I just think Veronica comes off as very unlikable in this episode. Interesting. To me. Um, here... Let's see this, like Archie. This. I'm mad at everybody. <laughs> I'm not mad at Molly Ringwald in this episode. Oh, no. She's uh, Molly like Ringwald is perfect. And... And, oh, I don't like, really understand this move by Kevin. Yeah, like, Kevin. I'm so mad like, at everybody this episode. Yeah. I mean, I understand him, like, trying to, like, stick with his, like, another person in his community, or what he perceives as another person in his community. Um, I understand that. But, like, I don't know. It's just odd that he outs. He, I, he just doesn't, I guess he just doesn't understand, like, the threat of Chick. Yeah. But, I mean, he should have talked to Betty about it first. Yes. This is interesting. Ryan and I don't get, like, quite as invested in, like, the interpersonal stuff when we're talking. And we're very much like, I just don't think it was fair that Veronica did that. I don't think it was fair <laughs> yeah. that Kevin did that. I'm enjoying this. I'm good. I'm enjoying this. Do not mess with me, friends. The chicken Betty thing, it's just so strange. Like, he went into her room and intruded on her room, and she forgave him for that, and then suddenly she was can-girling because he taught her how, and then suddenly she, like, didn't trust him because of this murder, but, you know, like, the murder was, like, to protect him, and it, it just, this seems to have gone from zero to 60 really fast. Yeah. I mean, he's a creep. 
Well, she's being a creep, too. Yeah. This is an interesting little scene. Like, Veronica is trying to manipulate Josie, and I love the resolution of this. I also think, like, the stakes are not as high as they're acting like they are. Like, you need Josie's endorsement for your student council president campaign, and you're going to give her a spot on Andy Cohen's TV show? Like, is that necessary? It's really yeah. strange. I don't know. So Miss Valerie. I know, I miss Valerie too, and I want Natalie to have some lines. She's Melody? Like, Mel- See? That's the problem. Um, Melody's had like two lines. Um, you, uh, nope, uh, hang on, sorry. Um, we're like technical difficulties, but don't worry, keep listening, Rudy, okay? Um, Ryan, don't well, edit that out. Um, <clears throat> here comes Molly Ringwald. Molly Ringwald being amazing. Why are they taking a call in the middle of this? Yeah, so rude. Can you not? Um, I noticed that Veronica keeps imitating her parents' maneuvers. Yeah, but like in the first season, she was like fainting all over herself about how terrible her dad was. I know, but that's why I sort of find the distinction interesting. That's a very Vancouver-looking bike that that actor is riding. <laughs> My actor-writing character, but also doesn't surprise me because the, the show was shot in Vancouver. <laughs> that's true. Um, I don't... They chain themselves... What school is this? What building is this? Like, Hiram Lodge being so upset about Jughead and, like, five other people and making Archie go deal with it is so weird to me. I'm like, dude... Your priorities should be somewhere else. Yeah, hire an adult. Yeah, hire like, an adult. Stop. Like, what are you doing? Because <laughs> we know he's actually got ties with, like, real mafia guys named after French-Canadian yeah. snacks. Like, poutine. poutine. Um, so here's Betty, like, being really distressing, frankly. Yeah. Putting fire near Chick's face. Yeah. But, like, this is, like, the Cooper way. You're, like, super sweet, and then you're also super dangerous. Yeah. Like, but also, like, he hasn't... Has he done anything other than the murder his mom committed for him? No, I... I know that seems like a big deal, but in Riverdale, it's not that big of a deal. I feel like Chick actually committed the murder, and Alice covered it up. Although we deal with that later in the episode. Stay tuned Mm -hmm. in Riverdale Gang. It's, it's, it's strange, because, like, we know he's kind of creepy, because we know he's cutting off the photograph and being creepy, but, like, I felt like they worked through the creepy stuff he did, and now suddenly she just doesn't like him, but maybe I'm forgetting something? Um. She's harassing him pretty hard. Yeah, I mean, like, he was, he's just, I think he's just creepy. Mm. What is this building? Because it almost looks like my high school, but it's definitely not. No, you know what? I think it's a school in North Vancouver. I feel like I've been there before. I think it's an elementary school. Oh, wow. That elementary school is like because that? North Van's I shocking. Because <laughs> I think I filmed a movie there once. I think I was, oh, I was an extra in a movie a long time oh, okay. ago at that school. So it must be a location that gets used a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Jughead looks awfully healthy for someone on hunger strike. <laughs> we know he's not very good at it. He's drinking coffee and stuff. You know, it's only been like two days, right? Oh, okay. You can survive on just coffee for two days. I yeah. Think. I mean, you've probably done it. Me? No. <laughs> Me? <laughs> I love that Betty's like coming to visit him. It's lovely. Yeah, Betty and Jack had seem really solid right now. Like, I'm on board with Bughead. I am um, too. Thank you. You're the only one who's been on the podcast who's on board for it. Oh, Please. Like, okay, I love asexual Jughead. Asexual Jughead is canon in some Archie comics. It's not always canon. 
there are Archie comics um, where he outgrows his um, hatred. I'm using air quotes because I don't like the word, but the, his hatred of women. He dates a childhood friend of his, oh, yeah. Joni, uh, Joni something. Uh, he dates Ethel a little bit. Oh, interesting. He just outgrows it in a lot of the comics. So I'm okay with Betty not being with Archie because I hate Archie. I always hate Archie. Dilton was always my favorite growing up. Oh, really? Yeah, but I like... Have a, I have a comic about Dilton that I'll lend you. Oh, great. He's anyway. fantastic and so nice, but not so much the TV show. So I love how they set this up for the viewer, too. Like, we all think Ethel Max's mugs is suddenly on her side. Mm-hmm. And... And alas, the truth comes out. All yeah. this information. What? All this stuff is written here. She knew they were Did you know? suicide into Princess. a prison. Yeah. And Veronica's like, oh, bro. It's like, Veronica, did you need to be singing a song to campaign for student council president? That's very also annoying of you. Yeah. It's the truth, isn't it? Oh, Ethel Muggs. Justice for Barb. But it's like, I love that Ethel's like, I know you're bribing me, and Veronica actually gets called out for that behavior, because throughout the entire series, Veronica bribes people, and I hate it. This so is Kevin, Kevin. I was saying to you earlier, Kevin is chaotic neutral, he just lives for drama, no matter yeah. who it is. No problem. Josie. Josie. But she has, oh. though, and hopefully Veronica actually grows into a better person who, you know, yeah, is a little more selfless. I feel like Rock has started out as a moral compass type character and has and has left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that he's upset. Well, I think she's upset because one, she doesn't want a prison in town either, but also Jughead liked so side to high and found identity there. Yeah. I think also like Betty's upset that she was lied to, like, because obviously Betty's not going to lie to Veronica, but anyway. Um, <laughs> um, I just this shirt. Where's which shirt? Is Betty just wearing, like, underwear? It's weird. I can't. I didn't notice. Well, it's just it's not a very fashionable shirt, and she, 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 she wears these little cute sweater sets. That's true. I love the cute sweater sets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually feel very tender... For Veronica in this scene. I feel sorry for her. Yeah, no, this this brings it back a little bit because it was getting really silly. Yeah. I, I was saying when Phil and I were watching this earlier that um um I really liked the relationship between Veronica and Hermione for most of this season, and I've been just disappointed in it a little more recently, and now mm-hmm. we're coming back to like them showing each other their feelings and maybe being on each other's side mm-hmm. a bit more. <clears throat> the daughter of criminals. Ugh. I just, I don't think, I, I get where Veronica's coming from here. I don't think being student council president, like being in charge of everybody, and, you know, I don't think that's the right way to get what she wants. And I think she just doesn't know that yet. And she learns that. I hope that's something. Yeah. Uh oh. Oh, cool. <laughs> I love that she's like, I'm going to mess you up, chick, and all it takes is mom telling her off. Yeah. Oh, Oh. chick, below the belt. Literally. Also, it's a wig. I mean, it could be for anything. This is for the school play. Done. Yeah. She wears it when she has sex with each other. Is this true? Why? (laughs) 
do you wear this when, when you have sex? Like, I don't... This is very strange. The wig being the issue is yeah. just very strange. I also am so disappointed when moms are upset that their daughters have sex because my mom was so supportive, and I just don't understand why moms in television can't be supportive. Well, I think... Was. I really think Alice is just distressed that it's Jughead specifically. Oh, because of, of her FB. connection to right. FB. Okay, yeah, fair enough. And here's FP. He's been such a good dad this season. Yeah, well, here's a bunch of burgers, and, like, I'm here for that. Oh, I know. God, this show makes me want a burger and a milkshake, like, every time I me watch too. it. Me <clears throat> I want a burger. I wonder if it would be weird for me to get in a cab and go to a drive-thru. I mean... I'm sure it's happened before. I'm sure you're right. You buy the cab driver something, you probably appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I could just ate like five hamburgers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And there's still more in the bag. Oh, yeah. I oh, love right. Because there's 12 altogether. There's 12 hamburgers. I wonder if FP I could eat five hamburgers. I've eaten two. In I think I wonder. Maybe we should do I that. If you're on a hunger strike for two days, I will go eat hamburgers with you. I'm sorry that tonight it's going to be so late and we can't have. No, so you need to go to bed. I do. Um, more importantly, here is FP and Jughead having a little heart-to-heart moment. I actually really like the heart-to-heart moments between Jughead and FP. Yeah, I like Like, on the bikes, like, a bunch of episodes ago, Mm -hmm. I really like that. I like that FP can't really change who he is now, but wants to steer Jughead to be not that. Yeah. Also, I feel like FP is, like, really proud of Jughead. Like, he's freaking irritated by him because he's got this, like, wayward... Yeah, this teenager political bonkers son, but um, oh kitty cat, kitty cat, hello. Um, and oh, oh, they're just they're good pals. Yeah, and another burger, beanie, and leather jacket. Everyone, get out of the way. (laughs) Get out of the way from Ollie Ringwald's monologue. Oh my gosh, this is the best thing. And Archie really needs to hear it. Archie has been Mm -hmm. an idiot this season. And last season. And since the 30s. Oh, and she's just like... This man who broke rocks. This man who broke rocks. It's probably a soundbite that's going to be in my life (laughs) for a long time now. It's a meme. Which guy? This guy over there. This man who broke rocks. Yeah. That's a good reminder that these are kids and, like, he's just being an idiot teenager. Yeah. I was not this idiotic as a teenager. I... I think I was idiotic in other ways. I was idiotic in other ways, but I would never be this person. No, I mean, this person is in a television show. Oh, Molly Ringwald! Molly Ringwald! Yeah, that dinner is very strange. What is that? Chicken. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't register it <laughs> at all, actually. Also, this outfit on Betty. Okay, another blue shirt. It's, you know, not great. And then these weird overalls. I should count one of those and I wear that. <sighs> Are you being safe? Actually, to be fair to my mother, the reason she was kind of okay with me having sex and was, like, very supportive is because... Um, I basically had to be like, don't look in the garbage, there's something in there. Oh my god. Eat condoms. And oh no, that reminds one. me of something that happened to me once. <laughs> Go and, on. And, um, 
I think, like, the fact that there was condoms involved was very reassuring for her. Mm-hmm. As you do. Mm. Also, I love that they get rid of the FP's dad, FP, FP as Chick's dad plot point kind of immediately. Unless I that, she's lying. I thought she yeah. was lying. Maybe it's going to be some other character. <laughs> Maybe it's going to be even Lodge. There's Hiram Lodge, there's Luke Perry, and there's Hal, and, and, and there's FP, and that's it. There's Mr. Weatherby. There's Coach Clayton. That's it. There's Coach Clayton. There's what Sheriff Keller. Sheriff Keller. What happened to Chuck Clayton? In the comic books, he was so nice. I don't know. I loved him in the episode, the what Ryan and I refer to as like the Halloween or Thanksgiving episode, mm-hmm. where it was like the Tarantino episode, basically. Right. I liked where that was going, and he just kind of dropped out of the of the show. Well, that's the thing is, so many of these episodes are like disconnected. Yeah. Which, you know, there's sort of a through line, but also kind of not. It's very strange. Yeah. I don't watch a lot of, like, television for teenagers, so mm-hmm. I don't know if this is, like, normal or not. I don't honest. know. I don't, I genuinely don't know. I never watched okay. Gossip Girl, um, or The O.C. Everyone watched The O.C. when I was in high school, but I just I wasn't cool. I never did. I wasn't cool either. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know that Nana Rose is poisoned, and I called where Cheryl was going as soon as, um, they got in the car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, Cheryl looks waif- waif-like. And, very uh, waif-like. And covered in cherries. Mm-hmm. How about a truce? Chick is being so... See, this is why Chick's dangerous. To be fair, opinion. she has just tried to get rid of him. I know, but he's like... He keeps talking about, like... Um... Like, like the fact that her DNA is all over the body. Like, mom, who he's trying to protect, her DNA is all over the body. Like, I just don't think he's And also, yeah. he has a maniacal grin. He does. It's not one. where I expected this to go, though. This dude's creepy. This actor is very good at being creepy. Yeah. And I think in real life, he's like, I mean, in the show also, he's very good looking. Like, I expect he's rather likable. I'm sure. You know, as, like, if he was playing a sympathetic character, he would appear, appear rather likable, is what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say. Um, but they just make him look terrifying. Yeah. Oh, and he, he does. Like, he just gets her gaslighting right her so hard? Oh, yeah. Prime example of gaslighting. So Teenage gross. listeners, pay attention. Don't let that happen to you. If it mm-hmm. starts happening to you, get out of there. Mm-hmm. And if it happens to you and you don't notice, it's okay. Sometimes you don't notice. We'll be here for you at the other end. <laughs> yeah, keep an eye out. I don't know why Cheryl, like, tells her mom what she suspects. Well, she did it with her Speaking dad, too. She should have just gotten out of the house at the end of season one. Right? Yeah. I mean, so she burned it down. Well, yeah. That was a solution. No, it wasn't. That's the thing. What is <laughs> Cheryl's deal? <laughs> I think I think Cheryl should have like jumped out of the car right here. I agree. I think she's a sympathetic character, but she does such terrible things to too. Tony every hour that passes on my strange clock. <laughs> Stop talking to this sixteen-year-old boy, Hiram. Have you no friends your own age? Yeah, I know. I also don't know why he's trying to take over this small town. Like, why isn't he in New York taking lunches with important people? Yeah, whenever they show us a shot of like what Riverdale actually looks like, I'm like. I mean, I guess a for-profit prison is a really lucrative thing, but... Yeah, it is. Just all seems very strange. 
Last week's episode, for anyone who wants to know anything about for-profit prisons, Ryan just went off. It was great. And, like, with encouragement. I encouraged him to go oh, off. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah, I forgot they made that blood pact. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. This is oh, to me a 16-year-old boy. It's interesting that Hiram does it. Like, what is this relationship about? It's so strange. Does he want to have, like, a son? Is that the thing? Like, that's silly. I don't know. And also, like, the whole serpent protest of tearing down Southside High, like, it's already been closed. Why does it matter? Why are... Does anyone protest anything? The Kinder Morgan deal is technically going through on paper, and it's not stopping anyone from tying themselves to the gate. Thank goodness. Well, sure. Anyway, yeah, they didn't. Go. They didn't protest when they closed us. I like that's yeah, that's I mean. true. And oh, then yeah, why is there teenagers in sweatshirts coming to cut these guys out of their chains? Like it's just mm. so strange. We could probably make some metaphor out of America here. Yeah. The dude in, like, the perfect college outfit and the dude in the leather jacket and beanie. But the other yeah. thing is, like, the stakes don't feel super <laughs> high here. Because if their friendship is ending now, it already was over. It ended before the first season started and repaired. So it's like, they'll be friends again. Yeah, I know. This is a very, like, on and off friendship. Also, we really wanted them to make out in the cabin in the woods episode. <laughs> It didn't happen. There was, like, a very romantic scene where they're both sitting on the logs and tossing the canteen manfully, a la Brokeback Mountain. Well, Betty even mentioned it. You yeah. and Archie are the only ones <laughs> that haven't made out. Oh, boy. Oh. Also, it's weird to me that Jughead got so much identity all of a sudden out of being a serpent when that wasn't in his character before at all. Yeah, and also, I liked his identity before. I did, too. I Sensitive, pretentious before. writer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm a pretentious writer. Yeah, me too. Yeah, exactly. We're all for that. Team pretentious writer. Absolutely. Team Jughead. Oof. Look at that, the broad shoulders on that south side serpent. Who is that? that? Fangs? I don't know if that is. I don't think, I wasn't, I wasn't looking at his face. Ah. I was looking at his snake jacket. Exactly. Oh, Jughead's I, not wearing his hat. Jughead's not wearing his hat. It's a moment of vulnerability. <laughs> um, by the way, nice team bughead. I don't know, there's a team. Nice bughead moment. Yeah, nice bughead moment. Hashtag bughead. And I love that he's again wearing the shirt with the S on it, which is a callback to the comics. So nice oh, I didn't notice. I'm so pleased. Yeah, he has this great t shirt with a black S on it. I don't know what S stands for, but um, Jughead would often wear an S shirt. It stands for serpents, obviously. Oh. <laughs> they knew that back in the day. Mm-hmm. I love that he doesn't say running mate. He says co-president. Yes. I also love how high the stakes are about becoming president of the student body of Riverdale High. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it is a huge deal when you're in high school. Do you oh, sure. that stuff? <sighs> kind of. Yeah. It was a bigger deal to be on the grad committee. Oh, interesting. Then it was all the popular kids that got voted in, and they didn't try very hard. And if any of you were in my graduating class, the semi-formal was a disappointment. <laughs> I am sorry. <laughs> They had a margarita machine, but they didn't have enough margarita. Man, there were, 
a single who's a single parent with two children moves to San Francisco, one of the more expensive cities in the United States. Yeah. Um, sure, she is. Oh my god. So some takeaways from that episode. Um, Jughead's character is kind of all over the place, but I like where it ended in this episode because, like, I don't. So I don't want to say that I like prefer non-criminal Jughead. But I feel like his particular character was more interesting when it was less criminal. I agree. Um, and I also, this season, just he's more antagonistic in a in a not likable way. I, I support being an antagonistic person if you're standing up for things you believe in. But continuing, for example, to hang out with Archie and Veronica while doing nothing but be nasty to them, I think is not the strongest choice. Hmm. It makes me like him less. Um, because I think, you know, if your convictions are you don't agree with what Archie and Veronica are doing, spend less time with them. Stop being such a jerk. Interesting. I feel like we do that in high school, though. Like, mm-hmm. we hang out with people that we don't feel our values align with. Because, like, you're stuck in a building with 300 other people and you can only find so many people to hang out with. Yeah, maybe. But, I mean, Jughead has all, all the serpents that will hang out with him. Yeah, there's definitely some, like, fudging it so that the main characters are all sitting together at a table and you don't have to, like, pay more actors to have more plot happening there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, I'm sure Jughead was glad he was there for that milkshake throw, for example. (laughs) Very important. So, Tony's usually our favorite character, um, mine and Ryan's, and I... I I don't want I really wanted her to sh- and Cheryl to get together and it look, looked like that's what we're gonna get, but I don't want her to become just like a support for Cheryl's storyline. Yeah, it's a really crappy thing to do with a queer woman of color as a character. Please don't do that, Riverdale. Um, I would be way more interested if Cheryl becomes a support of Tony's plot. Like if we leave Cheryl's plot and go to Tony's plot and Cheryl's along for the ride. I wish that would happen. Maybe. Well, I can hope. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But I think, unfortunately, Fairleaf is right. Yeah, I think anything without, like, the core four plus Cheryl is just, like, extra. Like, where's Moose? Where's his plot line? Where's yeah. Mitch? Where's Chuck? Where's Ethel most of the time? Like, these characters that were pretty major players in the comic books just aren't there. Yeah. The writers don't seem to care much about them. Yeah, although this was a good Justice for Barb episode, I have to say. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I also like that no one's really mad at Ethel. Yeah, no, I, I I think she's been going a little far. I don't think it's fair to blame Veronica for what her dad did, because she's a kid. But mm-hmm. um, the bribe, I think, was legit to be mad about. Yeah, totally. It's interesting, Fairleth, I like that you're talking about these characters as if they're real people. <laughs> I think Ryan and I tend to talk about them as concepts and, like, actors in the big stage that is potential diversity on television. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let's see if they can get Amazing diversity. Yeah, I don't know. I um, mm. I guess I spend a lot of time by myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I hang out with the people of Riverdale, which is bad. <laughs> no, that's cool. I've spent long, fruitful weekends in my bed hanging out with the people of Riverdale, mm-hmm. which sounds sexy. It's not. No, no. In fact, if anything, it just involves a lot of silence and Netflix. Yeah. Um. On that episode, that episode, we—I think our like my takeaway is that episode was all over the place. I, don't I know agree. How you feel. <laughs> um, well, it just it didn't seem to naturally follow the one before, which didn't seem to naturally follow the one before. So I hope the next one at least tonally picks up where this one left off. Yeah. I hope it's not another like sort of semi retcon of everything's going on. Yeah, 
by the way, I am here, like I said, I'm here for the Cheryl and the Cheryl rescue mission, but I'm not, like, I'm not interested in the election yet. Definitely not interested in the Super Bowl election yet. I just, There's a juge that was missing from this episode for me. Yeah, well, no one in the school seemed to really care about the election. Reggie didn't yeah. even seem to care too much about getting punched in the face. So why should we care? That's true. Well, still excited for Tony and Gerald. Um, I think we're going to call it a night. Um, Riverdale is shot on, and our po- podcast bleh, is recorded on unseated Squamish, Musqueam, and Tsleil-Waututh uh, ancestral territory. Um, thank you very much to Mike and Thunderquack and Patreon Patreon. We're not quite sure how to pronounce that. Ryan and I both pronounce it differently. And thank you so much to Fearlith for oh, joining me and um, braving cab rides and oh gosh. dying phones to sit with me on the pink couch and uh, talk about Riverdale for an hour or so. Yeah, it was great. Go see um, Fearlith's show, all of them, but specifically oh, yeah. um, this weekend, A Nude Hope, a burlesque, Star Wars burlesque at the Rio, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, March 23rd and 24th. March 23rd and 24th, this weekend, followed by, what's happening We next? have Triple uh, X Men on uh, April 5th and 6th at the Rio. What? Mm-hmm. We okay. have The Lust Jedi, uh, the next installment oh, yeah. in our Star Wars burlesque series, which has done all the movies except Rogue One and the prequels so far. That's May 4th, 5th, and 6th at the Rio. And then we have Slumber here, um, they show that Ryan and I co-conceived that Chloe helped bring to life mm-hmm. uh, June 20th through 23rd at Bear Creek Gardens in Surrey. Yeah. And then a million other things, so I think that's enough. Okay, <laughs> cool. Go see all those things. Yeah. Thanks, gang. Have a lovely, I was going to say night, but have a lovely whatever time of day you happen to be uh, listening to this in. <laughs> Take care.